have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods, and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got my, you got my new one. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder. And lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show, now on a flipping Monday. No. You're an angel witch. Thank you. We nailed it once again. Might not have been ready for that. Hey, Dave, maybe turn down the gain on your mic if you're going to... Um, turn up the gain on my... Oh, if I'm going to go handheld? Turn, turn it, if you're going to... Yeah, hold it right there. My problem... Among my many problems... Wait, is this bad? No, that's too much heat. It's pretty too, loud. Is this good? How is this now? That's How is this? Okay. Good? That's good. That's we'll good. fix it in post. We'll fix it in post, which is to say... We probably won't fix it in post. Let me know is if that, it's too Is the gain heat. down all the way? Or is it up a little bit? I've turned it down quite a bit. Okay, now I think it's good. How is it good? Is it good now? Yeah. I'm in a place of comfort. Okay. Um, see, my problem is I'm in this office, which I know I complain about every week being having no air conditioning. And I'll do the same this week. Wait, I'm worried about Des. Des says there may not be enough drugs or alcohol to get me through tonight. What does that mean, Des? Are you all right? We'll just have to find out. I don't know. We'll see. What's the matter? Are you we're are good. you in a state of com- compromise? No, we're good. I mean, I think I got enough in, so I think we'll be all right. All what do you mean? Up. You mean you have enough alcohol in you? Yes. <laughs> I mean, do you need a timeout? No, I um, everything's good. We're under control. I was very worried. Well, if there's something, you know, you're in a safe space. Yeah, I know. Thank you, sir. I guess all by way of saying, how are you doing, New New Jersey Chicken Rancher Des? Doing all right. Doing all right. Speaking of drugs and alcohol, I'm going to see Dead & Company next weekend. So I'm just gearing up. Did I see they canceled their tour or something? No. Did they? Did someone someone order a pizza? Pizza here, Chris? We have food that was supposed to come about an hour ago. Be right back. Chris is going to get food. He's literally getting up. For those of you listening in the futuristic podcast format, he's literally gotten up from the control center. Had enough. That, that's like a pilot getting up and leaving the, the controls. This show has turned into what's Chris having for dinner on a weekend. I know. Yeah. So. You know. I have my concerns. Chris, are you? what are you having for dinner tonight? Thai. Thai? Thai food, yeah. Okay. I was actually going to guess Thai food. I wish I had. I mean, because it's pretty much, it's either going to be Thai. It's a safe bet. Chinese pizza. or pizza delivery. Those are the th- the big three for delivery. Yeah. In my in my mind, anyway. You guys weathered the uh, mini, mini hurricane yesterday? Did your neighborhood flood out? It was damp. I'm not going to lie. But I'll say this. I went to dinner on Saturday. Congrats. We brought Sweet Lucy, who, uh, who is a dog. In anticipation of possible rain, brought her adorable raincoat. Sure enough, it starts raining. Not a problem. She's the dog's got a raincoat. She was a, she was nonplussed. What about her feet? She doesn't. I don't think she has hangups about wet feet so much. She get like little galoshes. Thinking about it, I like, um, yeah, the more clothes you can put on a dog, the better. I always say, if you can get yeah. a dog 
in sort of a sea captain's outfit, like the Gorton's fish stick guy. Yeah, that's good. The look I would like to see. My uh, mom's dog has like a hoodie. That's it's cool. fun. Dogs don't like hoods, but that shouldn't s- stop you from putting a hood on a dog. At least, or at least the the uh, the option. When Lucy was a puppy, the neighbors, she had like a little sort of a a fun down jacket with a hood on it. Uh, she didn't care for it. Chris, you're frozen. There's two Chris's. There's two Chris's, and we're all very excited. Sorry, I, uh, Zoom just completely crashed on me. Oh my like god! That scene in the Last Jedi. When Ray this is um. Bef- before we get in any further, I have to say. Uh, warning for the live audience. I think we're just going to do an hour show because I have some fires of great magnitude to put out this evening. We may go a little over. Wait, what happened? Chris, we've stopped recording. That's it. It's over. What the hell's... What's what's going on with Chris? He's getting Thai... He's getting Thai food delivered. My computer's uh, acting very weird. Sorry. Oh, jeez. This is hell. Um... Anyway, so I think we're just going to go the live verse portion of the show. We're just going to go for an hour, an, an hour, a power hour, so I can attend to some matters that need attending to. Matters of great importance I can't get into right now. Oh, there's the music. Is this show, I, I know I ask this show, this question every week, is this show getting too slick? I feel, I feel like it's getting too slick. I think you're safe. Bit. I mean, for now. Chris, the music's really loud. It is? Do you fix it in post? <laughs> Can we fix it in post? I fix some stuff in post. Other stuff, uh, it's kind of hard to. You just let it free fly. I like that. Um, I mean, I don't want it to sound too good. I, I like things to be a little rough around the edges. I know, I know. Because we're, it's a, a, a street show. Um, yeah. We have an incredible guest tonight coming up shortly. She's making her, her triumphant return to the show. She is celebrity psychic, medium, and tarot reader, Sarah Potter. Her first book, The Cosmo Tarot, The Ultimate Deck and Guidebook, comes out October 12th via Hearst Home Publications. You can pre-order it now. She's, I, I believe, one of the MVP guests on this program. Uh, people love her. I love her. She has written about witchcraft, magic, that's magic with a K, and tarot, and is featured in Cosmopolitan, Astrology.com, Bust Magazine, and Shondaland. I don't, I'm not familiar with Shondaland. Are you guys? Is that a Shonda Rhimes uh, concern? Is it like maybe like Oprah? You raised a good, you raised, this will be my third question for her. Right? I'll let you ask that question, maybe. Thank you. Yeah. Before, and so she's going to come on the show a little earlier than we normally have guests because and and then we encourage you to zoom and or call in because she she's got all sorts of great advice and uh we're going to talk about her new book also though before that i want to say a couple weeks ago i was talking about my my crazy patch jacket right do you remember oh yeah 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 Did you, the you jacket got i got a bunch of patches sewn onto it and my plan is to, when I'm like 75, to wear this jacket around whatever uh, seaside town I end up in. And just right. sort of being like, hey, uh, does your dog like biscuits? And then I reach in my pocket and get like a, something that's obviously been in there for a very long time. Uh, and I'm just offering that and butterscotch candies to people of all ages. Anyway, I got the jacket back. Um, Ryan from 60 Cycle Hum wrote to me and he said, I think he, he got like a fisherman's cap that he feels the same way about that he is planning on wearing when he is 75. But I got the jacket and then I thought I was like, all right, I'll just save this for when I'm 75, but what do I do? I went on a new, a whole new, uh, I just got more patches. I'm, I got more patches to put on it. I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that, Dave, because when I, I saw your photo of the jacket on Instagram when, when you picked it up, and as you were describing it, I was expecting to see a lot more patches. Not enough um, patches, right? Right. 
Yeah, I mean, because you said there was only certain circumstances you could get away with wearing it. I said, you could wear that going to get coffee, going on a date, going anywhere. So I'm glad to hear you got some more. I've stepped it up. I've gotten, I've probably got easily, I just kind of looked around my apartment. This is one of those things. Once you have it in your head that you're going to age not gracefully into a, a patch jacket guy. I realize I have all sorts. I've have all sorts of patches just lying around my house. Go for it. And then I, I got like a million, a million new patches locked and loaded, and then I started ordering more patches. On the got internet. a lot of uh, Dave Hill's podcasting incident patches. Oh, that's on. That's one of them. Yeah. Had a bunch here. I don't remember. Those are going to be worth thousands of dollars. Those are going to be like Susan B. Anthony's one day. I've got a stack of patches and stickers that I'm just waiting for the right place to destroy. Get yourself a sweet jacket. Patch it up. Might have to do it. No, I got all these new patches locked and loaded. And then, uh, you know, people would be like, hey, you want, hey, we're going to be tailgating before the big game this weekend. You want to come out? I'm like, yeah, assuming I can get my find my patch jacket, I'll be there. People are like, hey, you want to go drink some beers outside the bus station? Uh, just a sec, let me grab my patch jacket. I'll be right over. That jacket would have... I went there to go see a screening of Creep Show yesterday. Uh, do you know the 80s horror movie? And uh, really? that would have been a good jacket to wear. Perfect um, jacket. A lot of uh, Creep Show fans have a lot of patches on their clothing. <laughs> This is the thing, like, it's such a, like, I keep thinking, like, would this be a cool patch? But the fact is, like, I'm like, no patch is going to make this jacket cool. It's all just adding to the problem of uh, people going to be like, hey, who's that drifter? Me and my patch jacket. I have to grow, like, a scrag, a scrag beard to go with it, maybe. Seeing somebody with one patch is what makes me nervous, because they're just committed to one sort of God knows what kind of thing, whereas when you got a bunch of patches, you know, I know there might be an opening in case something gets hot, we can find a common ground. You know. Yeah, you'd be like, hey, I can't help but notice your uh, insert name of interesting patch right here. Get as many as you can. Though, you know what I found? Somewhere along the line, I was given a patch that is like some sort of, uh, like, uh, Genghis Khan-type warrior. And then only he has, like, a Wu-Tang Clan symbol on his chest. Okay. And then I thought, I don't really know the backstory of this guy, but he clearly has some Wu-Tang affiliation. And I thought, well, I should probably put him on my jacket, my cool patch jacket. Street cred, right there. But I'm not really, and I, you know, I, I'm not really uh, into the Wu-Tang Clan. You don't want to get I, caught, like, representing, and then you get called out, and you don't have anything to bring to the table. Yeah, people will be like, hey, um, Sir? Do, do you want to talk about Ghostface Killer? And you I'll start like, saying Shaolin, and you'll be all right, I think. I know, I know. Like Dave Bamundo. Exactly. Though I was saying exactly. this weekend that I, I think, um, and I'm just trying to start fights here, I do think Staten Island should not be considered part of New York City. It's the Union County of New York State. Like, it, there's no difference between Union County, New Jersey, where, like, where, where I'm from, but, like, Elizabeth, Linden, Rawway, all those towns. It's just one big, massive type of singular person. It, there's no difference. I have to respect Staten Island at that point, then. It's my people. All right. Just saying. Why? Well, I, I saw a report on the news. They're not. They're not wearing their masks on the Staten Island ferry. Well, that's, bastards. Yeah, that's a New York problem. You guys. Are, that's a New York problem. Yeah. I know this, but if we just had them not be part of the city, make someone else a problem. It is a stretch that they are. I'm just saying. I don't know. No, I'm just I'm just being inflammatory. So they're but, not, you know they're not wearing masks on the on the on the ferry. That's right. Uh, but it's outdoors. Yeah, partially. I don't know. I'm not surprised though. I know it's not surprising. 
but you know so i guess they're they're a private business making a decision to not enforce any kind of individual mandate within the staten island ferry is not part of the mta i don't think it is yeah i didn't know that not to do it i did not realize that but you know but isn't saying that Staten Island should not be part of New York City exactly the kind of thing a Pat Shackett guy would say? <laughs> this yeah. is the kind of this is the kind of things I'm going to be saying at 75. Just if I'm even, I up. could. Who knows? I could be dead by then. Hey, before we bring our guest on, can we play this uh, video? Oh yes, Chris. Let just to tee this up. <laughs> Uh, Chris, Chris, Chris loves this video. I, he sent it to me. I, 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 I couldn't stick with it, but I'm willing to try once more. I think you'll very quickly understand why yeah. I couldn't watch it. So our friend uh, Liam McEnany, yes, funny comedian, apparently hilarious he- and a wonderful gentleman, handsome man as well. Mm-hmm. He and his friend uh, Caleb have been trading joke cameos. Like they've been buying cameos of people um, for like five, ten bucks, and they've just been going back and forth. And then Liam posted this one that he he paid top dollar for this one. Yeah, this um, is I couldn't believe it. So we'll just we'll watch this. I couldn't believe it. There it is. Oh, Hello, no. Caleb, it's Rudy Giuliani. Your friend Liam asked me uh, to give you a call. Oh. And um, he told me a few things about you. He told me that your priorities are, number one, America, the greatest country on earth. We share that intensely. <laughs> number two, your pickup truck, Missy. <laughs> Must be a heck of a pickup truck. And beer-battered shrimp. <laughs> well, that seems like a good set of priorities, and you seem like you're a really regular guy. The kind of guy I'd like to get to know. Now, Ooh. sounds like you had a tough year <laughs> last year. We all did. We all, we certainly all share in common those of us, I think, who look at the country the way we do, a great loss in, in the loss of the presidency uh, in an election in which I, I don't think we've yet heard the final story on exactly what happened, uh, but we will. So um, he, like, can't have faith, it's all going to come out. The, the truth always does. <laughs> and, uh, and you had a personal uh, uh, issue with your wife leaving you for your, for your business partner. <laughs> Is so, that true? No. What do we got to do? It can't be. Well, maybe we got to recharge ourselves. You know, I've been through, I've been through a uh, thing similar to what what you've been through, and kind of think I've been through everything. I guess September 11 was <laughs> beyond anything I, I imagined. And, Amazing. Um, the worst thing that ever happened. And Wait. In some ways, the greatest in terms of the heroism and <laughs> the good things that people did for each other. He just said 9/11. But you learn, we learned that uh, this guy's bad. You got to focus crazy. on the good things and in an, life and an awful human. And being. with those priorities that you have, and the kind of regular guy you are, I, I think I think you're the kind of guy that's gonna you're gonna do you're gonna do just fine. You're gonna do just fine. God God uh, does things uh, for a reason and for a purpose, and there's a reason and purpose here. First of all, on the political front, just means we got to fight harder in 22 and 24 and keep our eyes on uh, <laughs> keep our eyes on theft, among other things, and be a lot more vigilant about it than we were last time, in advance rather than later. And with regard to you, uh, I'm sure it's going to open up a lot more opportunities for you to find someone that's going to complete you and. Just be wonderful. Okay, I wonder if so he, you just keep being optimistic. He had to fill three makes America such a wonderful country. We've always been a country opti- that's optimistic. The election in 9-11. We may be going through a tough time now. Why, why is he talking personal, for so long? But Cameos we don't keep our eyes straight ahead, and we're going to be fine. We ask for God's help, and we get through. We get through things. Um, get through things that other people maybe that don't have the kind of freedom. And the kind of liberty and the kind of background that we have in this country this gives us great strength. A, a, this freedom we have gives us a remarkable job. Three hundred fifty dollars. Help you, you pay for this. With the hand of God on you to get through whatever <laughs> personal issues exist. Well, my cameos aren't. Th- when I God do cameos, bless. they're not this long. Love to meet you. Take Love care. to meet you. <laughs> Now he's just sitting there. He's, <laughs> <and> he, 
Amazing. That's horrific. Yeah. That is deeply. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, so Liam bought this for his friend Caleb. Yeah. Well, paid. well played, Liam. <laughs> uh, I still say Anna Saragina. She she bought one for her boyfriend from Rachel Dolezal. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that the yeah, MV- that's that's a good one. And was weren't we weren't we just talking about this last week? I think or was I, I, I talking about this on? Another podcast. No, I, I never. Recall even I recall you mentioning it. Last and so, and then I was talking about HR from Bad Brains, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That may be the greatest HR from Bad Brains. <laughs> Have you ever met uh, HR? I almost. I had the opportunity once of meeting HR. Uh, probably over twenty years ago, and he. I, it was during this period where he was like singing for bad brains and sitting down in a chair the whole time. And yeah, he would yeah, bring yeah. a bird cage on stage and kind of talk to the bird throughout the show. And by the t- then, after the show, I went. My my friend's band was was opening for them, so I was like walking in the backstage area and I was like oh there's HR here's my big chance to meet one of my heroes and then then I was just like I I don't think I want to meet him <laughs> I think I'm just gonna not meet him leave this one be but I've heard he's a, a you know nice fellow I, I said hi to him once he seemed fine where did you Bro- see him Brooklyn Bowl I saw him he did like a solo show there like 10 years ago maybe um, I think he's playing Saturday at uh, Bowery Electric I want to go. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, my friend Walter had spaghetti with him once. Said that was fun. Spaghetti, huh? Yeah. I would like to. Have, I would. If, if I had the opportunity, I would have spaghetti with him. Chris is regretting that tie order right now. Which is he has I know. <laughs> you want me to Wait, eat it on the show? We should. Uh, our guest is uh, ready to go, right? Yeah. Well, now that we've gotten that. Rudy Giuliani cameo out of the way. <laughs> thank you for that, by the way, Chris. Well, thank you, Liam, for... Thank you, Liam. Are you feeling elevated levels of anxiety? Do you quake uncontrollably, even thinking about watching cable news? Do you have disturbing nightmares, only to realize it's two in the afternoon and you're up? If you've experienced one or more of these symptoms, you may have FNO, news overload. Fortunately, there's treatment. Hi, I'm Dave Holmes, host of Troubled Waters. Troubled Waters helps fight FNO. That's because Troubled Waters stimulates your joy zone. On Troubled Waters, two comedians will battle one another for pop culture supremacy. So join me, Dave Holmes, for two, two, two doses of Troubled Waters a month. The cure for your news overload. Available on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. And we host Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. Every week, we share media that made us who we are. Things like Archie Comics, Sailor Moon, and lots of Taylor Swift. And now that Riley's an adult, it comes with 100% more butts. And now I am totally comfortable with it. So check out new episodes of Still Buffering every Thursday on MaximumFun.org. Butts, butts, butts. Join in, Riley. Butts, 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 Let's welcome back to the show. We want to get on because we're, as I mentioned, we're going to do like sort of a truncated show tonight because I have... Issues of national importance to deal with this evening. Uh, Sarah Potter, she's a celebrity psychic, medium, and tarot reader based right here in New York City, the greatest city in the world. Uh, her first book, The Cosmo Tarot, the ultimate deck and guidebook, comes out October 12th via Hearst Home. Everyone, pre order it now. 
she she was on the show before. Everyone loved her, and we're gonna we're we're thrilled to have her back. Hey, Sarah, how are you? Hi. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be back. Hi. How Thank are you. you. Thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, this is so lovely. How are you? Oh, really great. Oh, um, God. Congratulations in advance on your book. <gasps> Thank you. This is I'm very thrilled. exciting. Everyone, I insist everyone pre-order this book now. Thank you. It's sure to make your life more magical. With a K. Yes. Magic guaranteed. This is very exciting. What... Now, there's a lot. We we have a lot. We have a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Sykes. Um, but what what is this? What is this? Tell us about this book. So it's a tarot deck, which, if you're familiar, that's what I use to in my readings. Yeah. And a tarot deck, it's 78 cards, and this is my take on the deck. There's a guidebook on if you've never experienced tarot before you can use this guide to dive into it or if you're a seasoned pro you can just enhance it with this perspective and i created some spreads which are different uh ways to deal out the cards and i'm really psyched i don't know i uh i bought my first tarot deck at the mall when i was 12 and i hope that people buy this at the mall or wherever you want to buy They it. will, where, wherever they get incredible <laughs> books. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing an event soon, right? Yes. For this. Um, we're doing, to set the stage for more magic, this Thursday, we are setting a spell, we're casting a spell on the entire city of beloved New York. Including Staten Island? Oh yeah, of course we're including Staten Island. Yeah, Are you, absolutely. You don't, but if you had to not include one borough, which borough would it be? Oh, I don't know. I feel like we all need magic right now, so I'm we including do. everyone. So my friend, Girl New York, is this incredible artist. She has a pop up right now in Rockefeller Center, and so she invited me to come down for a witching hour. And we're going to cast a spell. We're going to set intentions. And I'm going to offer one-on-one readings for everyone who comes. It's an intimate event, but we still have a couple of tickets. And I want to enchant you. I love it. Chris and Des, have you guys ever worked with tarot cards or experienced tarot cards in any form? My wife has a deck. uh, And I think she's done my reading a couple times, but um that's about it is your is your wife uh would she call herself a witch no but she's (laughs) where where how does one but but sarah you you call yourself a witch correct i do but you don't have to be a witch to you don't have dive into tarot tarot's for everyone it's for everyone yeah but yeah, how? Like, where's the line, though? How do you be like, nope, I think I might be a witch. That's think, like when you have perce- like higher perception. Like yeah, calling I to feel, the priesthood, I think, in, in its way. You just, right. You I know, feel like if, if, if you were a child who was talking to all of the animals, uh, making potions with sticks and flowers and berries, these are usually early indications that you might be a witch. Love it. I think the talking to the animals part, that might be me. I feel that. I was hoping to get an update on that chicken. How are the chickens doing? Yeah. They're, oh. They're doing great, actually. Thanks, <gasps> thanks for asking. Yeah, we're oh, still, good. still have all eight of them. They, uh, you know, made it through, you know, the summer so far. And, uh, you know, it, it's an adventure. Every once in a while, one of them kind of comes up a little, little lame for a couple of days and, you know, one of us notices it, usually my wife, and then we make the, you know, we're figuring it out as we go and, you know, able to diagnose what's happening and, you know, keep on enjoying them. Yeah. So you're able, you can sense it, uh, a chicken and maybe doesn't have quite the regular vibe, ch- sk- skipping its step. Exactly. And then what do you do? Um, you watch it for a little bit. You kind of try to get an eye if you can, if it's eating or drinking or pooping. And, uh, 
hopefully that's happening. And if they're not, you give them some, you know, uh, a few cc's of water. And, you know, you give them some vitamins and just kind of nurse them a little bit. And you know, if this were a bigger farm, they they would just fall by the wayside and be taken care of. You know, dealt with by 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 the by forces of nature. Yeah, yeah. In the bottom. What do you line. mean? Or dealt like by by foxes and yeah, wolves take, and such? Taken out of the lines of production, so to speak. You know. What do you mean by the people that work at the farm? Right. Maybe they don't want to deal with a sick chicken. They, they don't have the time or resources, so they just they just toss it. Oh, that's awful. You know, but we're you know we're just a small backyard concern here, so we have the time to you know give them a little tender loving. And the things you mentioned, these are the exact techniques that I employ with Chris when I when he, he strikes me as not f- fully functioning. Slows down a bit. Yeah, you just, you know. All of these things that you do with the chair. Anyway, I digress. I was wondering where the idea of uh, abusing me would come from tonight. No, no, no. <laughs> no abuse. We just want to get you 10 or some CCs. Of water, if you need it, if you're dehydrated. We got a super chat for Sarah. A super chat? I love... By the way, yeah, more super chats. What's a super chat? That's where people pay hard-earned cash for us to go ahead and read what they... they, For example, Elvira Canaveral says, Can you thank B. Arthur for me? She was the nicest person to to be an audio... Tech. B dismissed the crowd awaiting her, asked for me, and said, "Be kind." Oh, so that's she's, so sweet. So she wants you. Wait, so Avira uh, wants you to to thank B Arthur in the afterlife. I'd be happy to transmit that message. Sure. Oh, we'll make sure she gets it. How do we do it? Can we do it together, or you'll just do it later? We could do it together, and then I'll I'll add her into my nighttime meditation. Oh, I love that! So I like you how, yeah. how easily I can picture B. Arthur going, "Be kind." I don't know. There's something about her delivery. I can just see her saying <laughs> to a crowd of people, telling be everybody. kind." Yeah. yeah. No, but didn't she say it to to Elvira directly, or no? I think he said, "B." Dismissed the crowd awaiting her, asked for me, and said, "Be kind." So I assume. He was like, she was sticking up for him. I don't know, but I, I wasn't there. So. Sounds like B, it was, B. Arthur. Oh, she's the she's one of the she's the tallest golden girl, right? Sounds yes. Right. Am I getting this wrong? I mean, she has other attributes besides aside from being the tallest golden. Are all the golden girls? Not all the golden girls are dead, but all but Betty White are dead, right? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Right. Maybe next time when I come on, we'll do an invocation, a seance to the Golden Girls. All the Golden Girls. All of them. Well, not Betty, Bet- not Betty White. Well, yeah, no. Ooh, yeah, not yet. No. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, we're just transmitting that message of gratitude to be Arthur. I love that. I didn't think, you know, when I stepped into this, my little office here, I never, I did not think we would be communicating with B. Arthur this evening, but here we are. I feel like everyone's welcome here at the good time hour. Yes, this is true. True. What about yeah. Buddy Ebsen? Um, I mean, we can have restrictions too. I guess I just said <laughs> everyone, and then I was like, oh, I know. You then know. you real, yeah, yeah. I know. See, this is what. Wait, so yeah. you you don't you don't have a, an anti Buddy Ebsen stance, do you? I mean. Should we like create a ritual for that too while I'm here? What uh, an anti? I don't know. No, no, let's not. <laughs> I I'm very pro Ebsen. I actually have no idea who we're talking about. Buddy Ebsen, he Sorry, played Uncle Jed on Beverly Hillbillies, and then he had another. What was this? He had another show later in his career. Uh, who do, who who did he sure. play? Can we run a check on this? Yeah, I have right to now. admit, I don't really watch TV, and like it really irritates all of my friends because I feel like I don't get anyone's references in TV or movie. He, he, you know, that's from another area era 
you know, when he that right. doesn't necessarily mean you're an absolute prick. Well, maybe time, we, yeah. we can add him to the guest list for the seance. You what about Irene can... Ryan? She I played don't... Granny on Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> you can come up with like a whole blanket, you know, TV actors and actresses <laughs> of yesteryear category in your nightly meditation. You probably cover most of it, and they'll appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, just send me a whole list, and I'll <laughs> I'll throw them all into the circle. They're what all about welcome. um? I'm 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 worried because I was just about to start naming people that are still alive, and then I don't. <laughs> That's probably screws everything up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. All right. Well, we could wish them well. We could like wishing wish them, them well. well and like now, send them some lovely energy. Now you you have new you mentioned you have some new ghost stories, right? I do. I do. I feel like those were a real hit last time. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What do you got for us? Well, so I was in LA recently for work and um I, a lot of the hotels in LA, I find the ghost activity is so, um, apparent and active. It's very challenging for me to stay there. And what I really love about LA is you can call in advance and be like, so what's the ghost activity like in the hotel? Cause I'm planning my trip and they take you very seriously, which I appreciate. But like there was one hotel oh. I stayed in. I got so dizzy. I had to, my friend had to walk me out. I couldn't, I couldn't even like Did you go to, stand um, in there. The Cecil? No, it wasn't that one, but it's near that one. Was and it the Chateau Maman? No, but I've heard that one's super haunted. I would Whoa. think so. Yeah. I really but want to I, stay in one of those. Some dark places. Was it the, 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 yeah. the scene? No, it's not a, you're getting deep in that spot. It's not like what about, a, a condolence. Yeah. Was what it was the that? best western on it was, ho- Hollywood? And- it was the best western. <laughs> I actually have been told I can't, like, I shouldn't stay at Chateau Marmont because it's so haunted. And like this other place I went to, which I feel like I shouldn't say the name of it, just in case. Like, it's just they're like, oh, it's a very similar vibe to that place. I don't know what I'm afraid of. I guess can I say the name of it? Sure, sure. Right. I don't know. It was the Roosevelt. I walked in. I got so Roosevelt. dizzy. Oh, yeah. The, that's the Rock like, and Roll Hotel, isn't it? I think so. I almost fainted. My friend caught me and then had to help me out. And was just like, it was so disorienting. But so I didn't stay there, but I stayed at another place. And it was so like comfortable and lovely. And I was just like easing into sleep. And, but I was, I was awake, very much awake. And I was like, oh my gosh, these children are like partying and like running around all over the hotel. And then I I remember that the hotel had like a, a policy about children. And then I looked at the time and I was like, um, like what kind of children are running around at 1130 at night? And, uh, Literally at the same moment, my friend who had booked the room for me texted me and she's like, oh, I hope none of those children ghosts are keeping you up right now. And I was like, oh, funny you mentioned that. I was just about to text you. And so that wasn't like really like, it's not like a spooky story. It more That's just like spooky as hell. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes. I, it's funny. Like to me, it's so normal. I texted another friend and I was like, oh, it's so hilarious. I was in bed at 1130 at night and it sounded like a whole preschool class was running around above me. There was me a and bunch of me. dead children running around. That's <laughs> oh terrifying. God. I was like, isn't that so funny? My friend's like, does that happen to you all the time? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's not scary to me. Like, it's just like it's happening all the time. But I guess I. I feel like people are weirded out by ghost children. I don't know. They don't scare me, but I've never seen yes, that movie. Yes, whole the movies are based yeah. on this very Real- simple concept. In oh, movies. they were cute. No. A special level of creep. A child's laughter in a creepy environment is probably the worst yeah. thing to hear. I, I'll do. I'll go one further. I think it's child's <laughs> laughter, period. Fair <laughs> point. No Fair matter point. what. Creepy. Always. Oh, they were just having fun and like running around and being joyful and like that's like I don't, um, I don't know the Blair Witch Project. Don't they hear kids <laughs> running around? It's scary as hell. 
It's like the scariest part yeah, of the this movie. This is. Oh. <laughs> we got this a, a very. Con- we got a super chat from uh, Spot Center. Na 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 na. Said uh, my sure. only ex- my only experience. It was six dollar and sixty six cent. Oh no! Bad, by the way, it said, uh, reads my only experience was a glowing orb floating in the woods, seventy five feet away to ten feet before we ran. Is uh, nineteen eighty five? The mounds of Monongahela, Pennsylvania, birthplace of Joe Montana. So I guess oh, they wow. is their experience. I've seen an orb. I woke up and saw an orb floating above my bed once. Then what? I, I got up and I swatted at it. <laughs> Did you get it? No, it just kind of like I couldn't. You say like you swing like a girl. I just it was like floating at the like foot of my bed, and I got up and I was like, "Hey, what?" And then I went and I swatted at it, and it wasn't uh, swattable. So I was just like, "All right, fine, you orb." You can just, just ask them to leave, too, you know? What you I did just, was great. That was a great instinct. Well, I didn't mind it. It wasn't like I was just woke up and was like, that's strange. There's an orb. Um, but <laughs> the the Hollywood Roosevelt, that was the hotel, right? That was the one that I, like, uh, just about fainted. My Like, I've never had a friend have to, like, carry me out of a place, like... You know, since I got sober, like I can usually walk myself out of places now. <laughs> what What did you? Where did you go from there? Did you check into a new hotel? Uh, we were just there for lunch, but it was just like I was like, I oh. can't have lunch here. I was like, I oh, can't. Wow. Like it was just like being overcome with dizziness, and then um, I kind of like I didn't really know anything about the history of the hotel. I have to admit, I still don't, but that feeling really stayed with me. And to me, like that was much more unsettling than the children, like giggling and running around and and playing. On the the Wikipedia, it says the (laughs) Hollywood Roosevelt is supposedly haunted by Marilyn Monroe and also a little girl in a blue dress named Caroline. (laughs) Multiple people have reported a little girl in a blue dress whose name is Caroline. Ooh, I mean, at some point, though, that's all got to be marketing. Like, how are you going to claim Marilyn Monroe? We, we stayed at a hotel <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and, and they were like, oh, room 932 is haunted, and it's like in the brochure. And at, and at that point, <laughs> it's not really, you know. I want to say, like, that, the, the hotel you mentioned earlier, I forget the name of it, but the, that was the one where the, the girl. The Best Western? The, the video of the girl in the hotel in the uh, in the elevator, and she was kind of oh, yeah, having yeah. some kind of, what the was Cecil, the first hotel yeah. with the Cecil? Yeah, that yeah. one. I want to see video stuff. Uh, you know, show me unexplainable things. Don't just tell me in the brochure. <laughs> a little, you know, right. almost. But I, the Roosevelt was the first hotel I ever stayed in in Los Angeles. My band, my first band, our record label, flew us to LA to make a, a music video. And we were in the hotel big time now it was we were couldn't believe it we were just pretty young things the next beatles in our mind <laughs> and we were we thought it, this was the 90s mind you and we thought that it would be cool for our singer john to i was like you should have flames coming up your pant leg for the video and he's like yeah that sounds like a really good idea and so we were spray painting in the hotel room, which uh, you shouldn't do that. Um, and it just smelled. And then some friends came over and they're smoking pot in the room. And our room smelled like spray paint and pot as we're looking out at the Hollywood sign. And I thought, we've done it. We've made it. This is it. We've made it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and then, then a, these kids all showed up. These little children showed up at around midnight. <laughs> no, I made up. I made up that last part with the children. I would just, just shoehorn my Hollywood Roosevelt story. I like Feels. it. Um, I mean, I was going to ask if you were dizzy, but with all the like weed smoke and spray paint fumes, it might have been. 
Um, I was younger and more resilient. I think I was probably (laughs) not phased by it at the time. I didn't, I, I still don't smoke pot, so I didn't smoke any of it, but I was, you know, drinking beers and inhaling paint fumes, I imagine. Um, but let's focus. Your new book, which comes out in less than a month, everyone can pre-order it now, The Cosmo Tarot, The Ultimate Deck and Guidebook, on October 12th, via Hearst Home. I'm, yes. I'm learning this, this, we're going to, the, the, the good time hour spike is going to happen. So keep mentioning it. Thank but you. my Amazing. question, mm-hmm. will, if this book in the hands of a mere mortal like me, Chris, and or Des, can we use this book uh, and not have our lives spin out of control? Absolutely. Absolutely. What I love about tarot is it's it's really, it's a visual medium. So even if you don't want to use this uh, for any self-reflection, any connection to yourself, your intuition, the greater universe, you can just enjoy the beautiful imagery because it's it's a lovely deck. I'm actually, I'm so proud of this. Like oh, all cool. the visuals, it's very cosmic and astral. Uh, the imagery is all collaged and there's like a lovely galaxy print on every card so you can just you know it could just be like a little box of prints if you want it to be that way that you take out for a little visual stimulation or you know what i really love about tarot and the way i like to talk about and teach it is i want this to be practical i want it to be accessible and tarot tells the fool's journey which is so classic in literature and movies and then it's expanded upon because you can use this deck to answer questions if you have a hard time with decisions surrender pull a card yes or no there you go and oh i need this i'm the worst at making decisions it's hard to make decisions i'll go for a week i'll make just a very basic decision sometimes and i'll change my mind every day several times and then i'll finally like at the last minute just pull the trigger dave that's why you need tarot i know i gotta get this book no it'll it'll connect you to your intuition your inner wisdom your sense of self you'll be making decisions left and right like all the time feeling really confident about it and that's what i love about it because i also have a hard time with decisions i think we all do right i do so chris and des do you guys have trouble making decisions no sometimes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. Well, I guess there's me and Sarah, and then there's you guys. That uh, you guys are perfect. Feel it. Yeah. I said sometimes. Chris is the one over here who just you know rolls through life. It's like no and shit. I I can't even decide what to have for dinner. Like uh, give it a choice. I'm just oh. usually in a position where I have to make a decision, so I just do just to you know just get it over with. All right. That is lovely. I've used the cards to figure out what I'm going to have for lunch or dinner. Like you could just do like a yes or no, or if you want to get more complex, you can pull more cards. And the more you get to know the meanings of each cards, the deeper you can go. So you can use tarot for literally anything. I got, I'm going to start. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to get this because yes. truly every decision a struggle. I'll put the link in the chat if people want to order. I'm going to pre-order it now. Everyone pre-order it now. I've learned I, I, there was something, you know, normally on the internet I joke around. I say, do this or I'll stab you. Clearly joking <laughs> with the threat of violence. Have you ever gotten um, in trouble for that? Yeah, well, recently I posted something I can't remember, and I got a warning on Facebook for <laughs> saying... That I'll stab that social you. media is to, oh, wow. to sully over here, you. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. So, yeah, because I'm already banned, permanently banned from Twitter. So I was, and Facebook and Instagram are one. I actually said it on Instagram, but it bounced over to Facebook. Wow. And then Facebook busted me. So I was like, I can't upset the, the last uh, 
I guess I'll just go over to TikTok or something. Almost, yeah, you're almost down to TikTok and then TikTok it up. You know, it's over. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, well, no threat of violence here. I'm just saying gently, everyone go pre-order Sarah Potter's uh, book. Thank you. I appreciate the support. And it truly, I mean, tarot changed my life. I think it, it has the power and ability to change everyone's lives. What um what what other ghost stories? Do you have any other n- news stories that will will scare the crap out of us? Let's see. Hmm. Aside now that we're never going to stay in the Hollywood Roosevelt <laughs> Hotel again, I I actually really want to stay there and the Cecil. I I it's a nice. I enjoy it. As our I think I've stayed there a couple times. Mm-hmm. If you do, let me know if you have an experience like that. Because I, I don't know. Sometimes I always like the confirmation. Because I even feel like, oh my gosh, like what am I seeing? Like, and then when you hear it, like I, I hear it back from someone else, the exact same thing I saw without telling them. Like I'm still like, oh wow. Like even though I'm like, oh that's adorable, these children giggling and these ghost children. But it's still like when a friend said something, and she's like. Yeah, she's like, those are the only uh, spirits that we can't get out of the hotel. Like, we've gotten rid of all the other spirits. The children won't leave. And I was like, they're they're lovely. (laughs) I can't overstate this. The the dead children, absolutely horrifying. I'll say it again. (laughs) They're not like zombie walking around looking like dead children. You're just hearing children play. I mean, it's it's, like you said before, it's almost more annoying than horrifying. Like... yeah. yeah, yeah. But are they sweet. saying like "ring around the road," like like doing all that sort of stuff, giggling and echoes and stuff? That's the thing. Dead children. The more fun they have, the scarier it is. I just thought it was like like very sweet and lovely to see like children playing and having fun, and and I mean, but it was also like okay, we're running around, we're 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 very exuberant, which I mean, children are, but. It was, it was fine. I'd say like the only other kind of, uh, a ghost story that I was thinking about was I went to Nashville for work earlier this summer and I stayed at another really haunted hotel and I, I'm not really doing in-person events, uh, but I did do these like two nights for a friend's uh, concert and it was outside and I find when I'm really exhausted that's when I see a lot more because I feel like you know I, I live in New York City I can't just be seeing everyone's like dead grandfather every time I I'm, leave the house or in my yeah. apartment you know it's just like that's too much so I've, I've gotten very good at blocking it all out but if i'm tired it's a lot harder which i think in any profession it's oh yeah it's almost like your immune system is compromised physically or you can't do your job as well if you're exhausted so after like two nights of working and like being around people again like that i was so tired and coincidentally one of my clients happened to be staying at the same hotel on vacation so we were sitting outside and uh chattering and i just i i was so distracted i was trying to listen to her while we were talking and focus on what she was saying but i kept seeing this man like coming out of this one room and like walking very purposefully and going into this other room and like and he kept doing this circuit and um and then like there was just like there was another spirit that was just like very much wanted to be acknowledged and was like it would be like imagine if we're talking right now and someone is standing behind me and like waving their arms and like such a big presence wants to be noticed wants to be acknowledged like wants to be heard but you're in a conversation with someone it's not their time to talk like your focus is elsewhere so that's kind of like what the experience feels like to me and um, and it was to the point too, where I had to like say to my friend, like, I am so sorry. I'm trying so hard to listen to you, but I could feel like my eyes kept going elsewhere. And I was like, the spirits are so activated here. Like, I just, I can't focus. And, um, 
we need to move. Like we need to move where we're sitting and, or I have to just go to bed. And then, you know, my room was very, it was nothing was going on in that room. But then I went and spoke to the manager the next morning and I was like, um, like, does anyone talk about the spirits here at the hotel? And she's like, Oh my God. She's like, you're the medium that's staying here. Right. And I was like, yeah. And she perfectly described this, the figure that I saw. She was like, what did it look like this? And I was like, I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, that, that figure, if he knows that you can see him, he makes himself seen. He's always like bothering our security guard. And, um, and the room that I mentioned that I saw the other figure, like going in and out of, she's, um, she told me she had to go change the light bulb four times the night before in that one, in one lamp in that room. And I feel like that's what happens a lot when there's a lot of paranormal activity, it can affect like the the electricity. And, and she's like, Oh, that's so funny. And then she told me they also had photographic proof that someone had died in that room. Ooh. Yeah. And I was like, ah, and then I, I I was changing hotels anyway, but I was like, it was like very, and I feel like most, most places, like I said, I, I will like call or email sometimes and ask in advance, but like this place I was working, like I couldn't, I, I had to stay there and, uh, yeah. and it is what it is. Like I personally, like, I don't find it scary. It's just like, to me, it would be like, if you're staying at a hotel where people party a lot and it's really loud, like, yeah. so you just pre- kind of prepare yourself for it. But is there um, something about hotels that you think make them prone to spirits? Is it just cause there's so many people coming in and out of them? Yeah. It's just like in a music venue too, you know, like where there's like a lot of people coming through and then like there was a lot of music at this place as well. And that thins the veil and the energy is high. And so it just kind of makes the place, I'm going to say like more vulnerable in a way, Mm -hmm. like it's easier to have those experiences, but yeah, it's just like so much energy and people in and out. And like, I think it's like an easy place for spirits to kind of hang out. People die in hotels, so that too. There's that as well. They yeah. make it harder, though, don't they? I only say this. Janine Garofalo is talking <gasps> about this. They make it so you can't open hotel windows. That's true. Suicide. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you know, I just feel like a, a lot of my experiences have been in hotels because I haven't really going anywhere (laughs) except like you know really like especially since i last saw you guys um but i had these like two work trips that i had to do so um those are because i feel like the ghosts in my house like that's eh, we we know them very well that's not like new (laughs) and exciting they're like but exactly so like you know the the new ones the ones i haven't experienced before those feel a little more exciting to share and talk about Wow. Well, we, we, as I mentioned, we, we have to stop a little early tonight. Would you be willing to come back soon? <gasps> I would do a love part to. Two? Oh my um, gosh. I would love to. Be great. Yeah. I, I love seeing you guys. It's so fun. It's such a blast. Likewise. Well, let's have you, we'll have you back before the book, The Cosmo Tarot. Am I Thank saying you. that right? Yeah. The Ultimate Deck and Guidebook comes out October 20... I'm like a regular Joe Franklin with getting the plugs in. You're so good at it. It's October seamless. October 12th. It's seamless. Home. There it is. There, oh, there. Look at that. I love that. Yeah. See, so Everyone, cosmic. Ev- it's cosmic. Yeah, cosmic. Everyone cosmic. get that. I'm sorry we have to do a shorter show tonight. I just have some Short things I need to attend to. Um, but we'll be back and better than ever in the longer format the normal length format next week will you please come back sarah (gasps) anytime you'll have me oh one super chat love to one more super chat before we go elvira (gasps) canaveral says led light bulbs frustrate old school ghosts is that true yes that is true all right see we have a cliffhanger we have a cliffhanger (laughs) all the energy (laughs) exactly (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Sarah Potter. Everyone, 
get the cause, Motero. Thank you. Uh, thank you, boy criminal Chris Grisbeck. Thank you. Thank you, New Jersey Chicken Rancher Des. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks to everyone who watched uh, live in the Futuristic Livecast, and thanks to everyone listening in the Futuristic Podcast format, uh, which comes out every Friday. If you would like to support this incredible program, go to MaximumFun.org slash join and, and, and give till it hurts. No, I shouldn't say that. That's almost as bad as saying or I'll stab you. It's a threatening thing. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. I love this outro music. It makes me feel like anything is possible. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.